friends. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Fort Worth Roots. This is a podcast focused on the Fort Worth community's creators. You can find us on all the streaming services, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Pandora, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts, you can find us there. Just look for Fort Worth Roots, or you can stream us straight off of our website. It's Fort Worth Roots. Shout out to our friends at Squad STX. This is an all boys ages 10 through 16 alternative to programs like Boy Scouts designed by Army Infantry Officers. You can get more details on that by going to squadstx.com. This is going to kind of seem like a continuation of the last two episodes because we met today's guest at the Psychedelic Panther Festival. Uh, But we did this one independently. This is just one of the first artists that got back to us and uh, sat down to do a full recording at the home studio. I'll have links and information in the show notes for you to check this guest out. You can find him on Facebook at Max Cusin Music. He is the creator and frontman for the local Fort Worth band, The Gray. They just released a new single named Torment, and you can find that on their website. The link is really long, so just check out the show notes, and you can click on it there. You can also go to the Facebook page, Max Cusin Music, or you can go to the Fort Worth Roots Facebook page, and I'm going to be sharing it there as well. You can also catch The Gray May 14th at Mass. It starts at 8, and there's going to be several bands there. There's going to be Seer, Ghost Republic, uh, the band, our guest band today, The Gray, that's G-R-A-E, and The Aches. Again, that's May 14th at Main at Southside. Starts at 8 o'clock. Don't miss it. In this recording, our guest and I mentioned Fred's uh, that closed down over there off of 7th Street in this episode. And so I dug it up, took a look at it, see what was going on. And apparently this past weekend, they opened up their uh, grand opening was this weekend. I don't respond well to change. I like their previous location, but I'm glad that we didn't lose them entirely. And now they're situated here off of Camp Bowie. And uh, our friend Matthew Broyles is going to be playing there pretty soon. And I'll have more information about Matthew's show, uh, as always, on the Fort Worth Roots Facebook page. This was a fun little episode and uh, required very little editing. This dude's just really laid back, and uh, I'm glad we got to catch him play out at Psychedelic Panther Festival while we were out there doing that whole thing. Just incredible to watch. Has a great stage presence. That's enough out of me. Let's give it up for our guest today, the lead for the band called The Gray, Max Cusin. Thank you all for being here. Let's start the show. All right, Max, thank you for coming. Of course, thank yeah. you for having me. I'm really excited. Psychedelic Panther, let's start there, dude. Yeah, that was um, that was a really cool festival. I, I really enjoyed it. That was our first time playing. Which blew um, everybody's mind when you said that, because y'all, y'all absolutely murdered on stage. Thank y'all, you, y'all yeah. Were great. It, it, it had been um, a year since I'd played with a band on stage, mm-hmm. um, and then my drummer, that was his first time ever on stage. He'd never played in front of an audience before. <laughs> And he, he fucking killed it. I was so happy for him. But um yeah, my um he's a he's a really good friend of mine and he's been a teacher of mine for five years, six years now. His name's Nick Tittle. And, and when he, you say teacher, what was he teaching you? Uh he taught me vocal lessons okay. for a long time. Very cool. Um and I met him at School of Rock. Okay. I used to be in School of Rock and then And that's in Dallas, right? So there's one in Fort Worth oh, okay. and one in Dallas. They're they're like six in the DFW area, I believe. I met him there and then we left school of rock around the same time and um 
just I just kept taking lessons from him, and now we're really good friends, and yeah. we play shows together sometimes, and just he's the best. But um, he's the one who got me the gig. Oh, really? He texted the booking agent at Mass. I forget his name. I feel um, terrible. I, I don't remember his name. I met I just, so many people the other day that I'm, yeah. I'm just I'm having trouble keeping track of everybody. But um, even today, uh, or when did we start talking about this? Yesterday. Yes. Yeah. So even whenever you reached out to me, it, it took me a minute to put the pieces together. Like, who am I talking to? Yeah, yeah. I met a lot of a lot of people. Twenty nine bands, two stages, three days. Yeah, There's I, a lot going on. Did you go to all three days? No, dude. Yeah. Did I, you? No, hell no, hell no. I made it to two. Um, I I just came out and checked it out the the first day, and uh, that was awesome. Saw some really cool bands, and then uh, that's whenever we kind of sealed the deal and I was talking to the owner and I'm looking his name up right now. I've, I've been messaging him and everything. I should not be blanking on his name, but, uh, I got to talking to him about just setting up in a corner and I was just there to interview, uh, Pook the destroyer. That's a badass name. I've never heard of them. That's yeah. They, really cool. They played, uh, same day you did. I think they went on around five ish. Um, but one of their mm. bandmates was from, uh, Serbia. Oh, that's really cool. Which I might struggle to find on a map, but anyway, he's from yeah. out of country, and uh, they brought him in. This band had been playing on on the internet for ten years. Oh, cool! And um, they, I don't think they'd ever played together. So when when everybody, all their fans, found out that they were going to be playing here in the states, oh, the full band, man, that's they had so people cool. from all over the place coming out to check them. That's really cool. So, but that was just a really powerful event. I'm really glad you got to be a part of that. The uh, me too, yeah. The owner's name out there is Ryan Higgs, and I, that, I, that, I it, it is it is not uh, Ryan Higgs. Uh, I've met him before. Oh yeah, he's not the booking agent. I think I know who agent. you're talking to. He's got a mustache. He's about my height. I believe so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. cool he, dude, really super cool nice. Dude. Yeah, and, and those guys, they were on top of it, man. They were they the whole event went really smoothly. It really did. I was surprised. That doesn't happen by accident. Yeah. So. No, I mean most of the. I've been, I mean, I haven't been playing shows here very often, uh, very long, but I've been going to shows in the Fort Worth music scene for a very long time, and nothing ever runs that smoothly. <laughs> never, it was never. Crazy. Uh, so yeah, I was shocked. And nothing. I mean, I didn't see anything get blown down. The wind was pretty severe, and everybody was out there with bungee cords and zip ties trying to yeah, make it I, all work. I was only there the first day when they didn't have the outside stage up. Oh, um, were you just there the first day? Yeah, I was only there the first day. No, 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 no. You talked to me on the second day. No, you came it, by the booth, I, I didn't, didn't you? I didn't. No, I, I was there the first day. We were sitting outside on that little patio. I was next to the drummer and then two other friends of mine. Okay, and okay. Then, yeah, I it was sworn you came by our little pavilion out there. Yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't come by the second day. I had um the friend that i was with the drummer he actually was moving into a new house that day no shit okay did you help him move yeah so (laughs) afterwards we went back and got dinner and then i helped him move that night and we didn't have any electricity so we spent the night over there without uh power which was honestly kind of fun it you know it was just a crazy night and i guess it it wasn't terribly warm no it wasn't bad it was probably in the high 70s yeah so that's what you do right with your bandmates you help them out yeah, so um, I helped to move um, that night, and then I was like, I'm not doing anything the next day, yeah. so I didn't come by. Yeah, but that's uh, okay. Don't was, feel bad. You made it out there. You were at the first annual yeah, Psychedelic Panther. I was. It performing. Was, it was crazy. That, <laughs> they really did a good job with that festival. Yeah. It, with that small venue, and it's awesome. Yeah. It is a small venue, but for the amount of square footage that they have, I feel like... 
I mean, it didn't feel small. When, no. when the big bands went on stage, there was plenty of room uh, for people to move around and, yeah. and talking to Ryan Higgs. Um, he said there was actually much better turnout than he thought there would be. So Yeah, I mean, but we were the second band the first night, and I was like, oh, damn, this... I thought they're gonna. I thought they're gonna be like maybe twenty people there, and or a lot more than that. And I was yeah. really surprised. It yeah. was. I think everybody was awesome. Was. Yeah, yeah. So your music journey, where does that start off? Yeah, I mean, you, you mentioned that you went to school rock here in Fort Worth. Yeah. What were you doing before that? Um, or is that where it all started? No, I. Uh, so I mean, my parents are total badasses, and they listen to Alice in Chains, Foo Fighters, all of that. Just really good badass rock yeah um and so that's that's what i grew up listening to that was the first thing one of the first memories i ever have is listening to that kind of stuff and the the toadies was a big one for me yeah um and uh when i was four the Wii came out with rock band uh-huh. got rock band which <laughs> <laughs> is totally ridiculous i loved it i started with drums uh-huh. on rock band i was like this this is the shit um but my parents were gonna give me a drum set because they're drums <laughs> right you know yeah so um we got a guitar how old are you now i'm four you have a guitar at four yes i was a little um acoustic guitar at nylon strings <laughs> it was about so this cool. size <laughs> yeah and it was a classical um and so i started playing guitar at four and i vividly remember because it was on rock band i was like the first song i want to learn is tom sawyer by rush i got through like the intro but i couldn't get through the song um (laughs) i tried really hard but um yeah i started playing at four i was taking lessons um she was a waitress at um this italian restaurant close to our house Mm -hmm. um and uh i took lessons from her for about a year and then i taught myself when i was i guess about seven at that point um and then when i was eight i heard about school of rock they were doing a summer camp with the toadies uh-huh. which i Every, grew up loving. everybody loves the toadies. everybody loves yeah. the toadies <laughs> um and i did that summer camp and it was super fun and i was like i want to join school of rock after this and so by this point i'm about to turn nine and my first show is the beatles show and i just really really got into music after that so when you say your first show y'all um, did a beatles oh, theme yes, y'all played sorry. a bunch of beatles um, music yeah so the way school of rock works is it's it's broken down into seasons okay and so it'll be three or four months like a normal season would be mm-hmm. and they'll have um at the time i think it was three shows i can't remember what the other two shows were but i remember seeing the beatles one mm-hmm. um and at the time I technically wasn't old enough to be in that show, but the teacher was like, you're too advanced for 101, which is, which is my age range. This is eight to 12, I think. So we're going to put you in the normal one and hope that you don't get bullied because everyone (laughs) else is like 15, 16, 17. Oh damn. Okay. Um, so I joined, um, it was amazing. And I was in school of rock for eight or nine years. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, it would be nine. Um, and then I left, or no, sorry, eight. And I left, um, twenty nineteen, and started working on this stuff. And and tournament the gray, or excuse me, torment the gray. This yeah. is uh, this is your first album. Uh, so this is a single. Oh, okay. Um, and this is my third single I've released. Um, 
I was there's a and we we briefly talked about him because you you said who does your artwork yeah because uh, the the graphic is sick and I'll I'll put this up on Facebook so people can see it and also be amazed at this but um, you said you had a friend do this yeah uh, his, his name's Carter Connor Dardis and um he uh his company's called Thurston Company Thurston Th- uh yeah Thurston Company oh okay yeah um and he does artwork for a lot of the Fort Worth musicians and even bands outside of the dfw area like psychedelic porn crumpets they okay. i don't know if you're familiar with that band not yet but i will be they're <laughs> awesome they're from australia oh damn um just the most badass band they're they're cool um and then he's done stuff for a band called white denim okay. who uh they're out of austin they're amazing but he's just he's super talented um and he knows what he's doing but uh he also knows a lot about like releasing music and how to advertise it. He doesn't just do this. Right. Um, he's, he's a genius. And so he told me starting out as a new musician, you want to release a single approximately every six to eight weeks. Okay. Um, so that way you're, you're still, you're releasing a steady stream of music. So you're constantly in people's, um, kind of vision and right. shit coming out. Uh, and you don't release like this one big album when you first start writing music and then, yeah. You're like, oh man. Well, there it is. There it is. That's little, all of it. Whole load right there. Yeah, right out the exactly. Gate. Um, yeah. No, that's really. I I feel like that's pretty smart. I'm not in the music industry, but you, the way music is digested nowadays is not by the album. Yeah. It's by the single, the EP, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. It, it, it it's a bummer because I um I like albums a lot and that's always how how i've digested music for the most part well it's hard for guys Um, my age group and probably older too because like we would save up our money mm -hmm. we would wait months Mm -hmm. for that new album to come out and then whenever it finally did come out you had to be you had to know somebody to get it because there would be a waiting list Mm -hmm. and then you would finally get the album and then you would listen to all 15 to 20 tracks and you felt like you got robbed most of the time because yeah. there were like three tracks in there that you really jammed to. But you still had the the album, uh, the book that came in it. Mm-hmm. And there would be the lyrics and there would be like behind the scenes stuff. And I mean, yeah. all sorts of little Easter eggs in there. And so you had a, a, a tangible product that you could carry out of the store and you'd been waiting so long. The anticipation was really important in that, I think. But yeah. nowadays it's not like that. People no. just want to hear that one song that they really like. They want to add it to their playlist and mm-hmm. that's it. Yeah. And it, and it, it really sucks that it's like that because I mean, I, there is like you were just saying about like a a vinyl. I mean, I still buy vinyls. Yeah, vinyls are the they're, same they're, way. They're, yeah, they're they're the shit, and mm-hmm. you have all the lyrics and you have all that stuff, and um, it I think um takes the personality out of a lot of that stuff. Yeah, it does. When when, when you when you just have that one song, you don't have the, the whole piece of yeah. music. Yeah, you know? I'd agree with that, but um. I'm so, I, I guess I'm kind of surprised, but not surprised since you're into music. But I think a lot of people in this up and coming generation, it would never be a thought in their mind because they just weren't introduced to that. So, yeah, this is the way it is now. It it is. And it it sucks (laughs) because I remember when I first started working on this stuff and I I like and most people don't. I like really long, big, epic albums. And I was like, I want to make this 15 track hour and a half long, just badass thing 
and everyone was like no don't don't do that that's a waste of time and money well there's two aspects uh, of this first of all you need to listen to the smart people that tell you how to market your content yes, right i mean yes. that's important but then also you're an artist and you should mm-hmm. be able to do whatever the hell you want yeah so at some point you're gonna need to scratch that itch so no, I, i'm don't, working don't on let that. anybody tell you no yeah what, what i'm doing right now is i um uh because as as you might have picked up from our show uh I mean, we we definitely have some like psychedelic influences. Yeah, yeah. We're not a full-on psychedelic band sure. at all. We're more of a prog rock band or progressive rock. Yeah, um, I'd, I'd call it rock. Yeah, there's so um, many different genres. We talk about this a lot on this podcast. It, it's dizzying how many genres there are. Yeah, but, it's ridiculous. But yeah, I would classify you guys as rock. Yeah, I loved I, it. I thank you. And, um, and I told you this the day y'all got off stage, but um, your stage presence was really. <laughs> it was there you know a lot of people get up there and they play some dope music but they don't have like a stage presence yeah but everybody was feeling your excitement and i it's contagious you know whenever the guy playing the music is enjoying it and up there you know slapping yeah. his hair around and just <laughs> really you. enjoying himself it's contagious yeah so, it, that's something else I, that's was kind of in school of rock that was drilled into me oh really <laughs> like and, and I've, I've always been like that i'm always i just think that like when someone comes to see a show they they don't just want to listen to the music they want to like they want to see a show yeah, yeah so sure. and we don't have all these crazy ass lights although that panther thing behind us was was that not dope sick. as hell and yeah. the dude came up to us and was like what do you want i was like you can pick what you want to put on the panther <laughs> that is crazy are you the one that told him you wanted fish i was like i want fish and eyes <laughs> my, my, the bass player said fish okay and he was like i told him fish i don't know what to say i was like perfect <laughs> dude th- that's gonna play well because um i think all the recordings i well i know all the recordings we did saturday mm-hmm. with the bands that were coming out and people were talking to us and we'd sit them down and do a recording uh, somebody, the, the guys that made the, and I'm blanking on their names, but the dudes that made the Panther yeah, with the, the pr- projection and all that, the guys that were running that, they came over and they talked to me a little bit and they, they mentioned that somebody wanted fish and they yeah. were just like, okay, yeah, we can, we can do it. <laughs> yeah. I'm so, sorry. I didn't mean to like, uh, the mic with the, <laughs> no, no. With the breath. It's got it. it all right, it's cool. doing, it's doing all the magic in here. This thing is badass. Yeah. It, you know, I think I paid just under 700 bucks oh, for it. Oh shit. That's awesome. So, I mean, it's not cheap, but it's yeah. also not unachievable. No, but it's, it's got really cool. all the stuff in it in, in, you know, like preamps. I don't know what the hell that is. You might, <laughs> yeah. but it's got a bunch of stuff in here that makes it come out sounding good. That's so really that's cool. all I care about. That's really cool. <laughs> and it's got a lot more functions too, but I, I just, I hit that button and then I hit that button again and we're, we're good. That's, I try to mine awesome. the volumes, but whenever I take it to post edit, I just, that's, level everything that's out great. but it does a good job of cleaning it up so well that i go into audacity and that's the easiest part i spend five minutes on audacity and i'm done um no but uh yeah no that stage presence was drilled into me um and i think that like when you pay to see a show you pay to see a show yeah. and i think i mean if the band is really good it, it kind of excuses they're not being stage presence right. and stuff but i've seen too many bands that not only are badass musicians, but they also look awesome on stage yeah. and they're having a great time. Yeah. And so put forth some effort and well, and try and do that. And you think about it this way. And again, I, I try to always bracket it with, with this caution or advisory. Like I'm not a musician. I mm-hmm. don't know what I'm talking about, but 
<laughs> with that being said, here's my bullshit advice. I think that if I'm a club manager or I've got a venue or a stage anywhere, yeah, I'm going to want a lively band like that. I'm going to want somebody that's really going to turn up the crowd. You know, and if I've got badass music plus a really good performance, stage presence or whatever you want to call it, that's the that's the one I'm going to gravitate towards. So yeah, you, you've got a little it, bit. You got more helps. of an element. You got an additional element to your brand. So that's cool. That, that it definitely helps. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's it's also just fun. You know, it's you just get up there and you look like a you feel like a dumbass, but it's 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 awesome. You know, and you're just having a good time and you're partying and i felt like a badass for you i don't know <laughs> why you. you felt like it. You, you said you felt ridiculous but that's uh yeah not what i was picking up man very Thank confident you. very very good show so you mentioned that that's the first time the band has played together on stage yes where all have you played on stage besides school of rock um outside of school of rock i have um not played that much honestly um i've played at mass a few times okay um I've 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 been include with School of Rock. I've been playing playing there since um, I was probably ten. So at Mass, were you just uh, sitting like an open mic or? Uh, no, um, uh, I've uh, I've played with um, so my teacher Nick Tittle, who I uh, mentioned, he was he was at the Psychedelic Panther. He was sitting next to me at one point. He has long hair and a beard. He's, he's the nicest guy. He's the best. Um, but uh, I played with him, uh, a drummer named Matt Mabe, bass player named uh, Chris Luther, uh, and uh, my other teacher who teaches me music theory and helps me uh, with songwriting, uh, Nolan Robertson. We all played at Mass um, last year and just did like this hour and a half set of just like whatever songs. It was a one-off thing, but it was a blast. Um, nice. And then I've played at... Uh, a few coffee shops around here. Played okay. at Fred's. Yeah. Um, when that oh, was on. God. It's closed now, right? Uh, it, it moved. I don't know where it moved Is to. Is it already open? I don't know. There's there's another one. Uh, there's two Fred's locations. Shit, let's look it up right now. Yeah. Yeah, there's a Fred. Fred's over there by TCU, but it is nothing like right. the Fred's over there off yeah. of uh, 7th Street area. Yeah. So let's look it up and just see if maybe it's already popping up because they, they had, there was a rumor that they were going to start up another one. And I think it was going to be on Camp Bowie. Yeah, I believe so. I believe that's, that's right. Um, Which is really interesting because now you got Fred's um, down there in the TCU area. Mm -hmm. I said that weird. The TCU area. That's all good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but Lola's is actually closing down and moving over there. So that was, a, I was about to mention that. Um, I love Lola's with such a passion. And that was where I played one of my first shows ever at school of rock. Um, and I've met so many amazing people there and had so many crazy nights there. Um, and so at it is, yeah, yeah, it is just, I, I'm, I'm bummed that it's closing. Yeah, but I'm excited to see w what happens. So um, I don't know if you got a chance to look through our catalog, but we have interviewed Betsy Price before. Okay. she was the longest-serving mayor of Fort Worth. Yes, right. Yes, and uh, I talked to her a little bit about, and it's come up a few times with some of my guests talking about the um, that Will Rogers Coliseum where we used mm -hmm. to do the rodeo. Well, we moved from that to Dickies. And I think everybody in Fort Worth was anybody that goes to the rodeo, the stockyards, or uh, excuse me, 
the stock uh, show the stock show and rodeo jesus it's late <laughs> in the day for me i'm sorry no, it's um up. anybody that has frequented that and we go every year mm-hmm. i'm not missing it mm-hmm. i'm going yeah um so for anybody that you know an avid fan like me that goes every year whenever we heard that it was moving that was a hard hit because it's yeah like, dude yeah come on that's legacy that's but the the simple truth was it had gotten so popular there were not enough seats for all the people that wanted to go and so they had to move it over to dickies anyway so fast forward to we've already moved over to dickies we go through the first rodeo and it was incredible and dickies That's awesome dickies uh, arena or whatever they call it is uh, it's beautiful it's uh, absolutely beautiful i haven't been there yet i you, think you, uh, you should go i think steely <laughs> for steely anything Dan is playing there so yeah that'd be a good opportunity i would, I would love to go see that that'd be really cool there's a, a new lacrosse team uh, oh, Fort Worth's only major league team. I, I can imagine it's their only <laughs> major professional. League um, yeah. uh, and and they started up this year at Dickies. That's uh, really interesting. So th- it, it's cool too. Like I don't know shit about lacrosse. Yeah, but either. It, it's it's fun. It's a, they put on a hell of a performance. That's cool. So, um, Fred's anyway. After forty years of serving the best burgers in Fort Worth, Fred is relocating from the original Curry Street location. Curry Street's over there in the 7th Street area. I'm reading this off of Fred's website. And it looks like they have moved. I'm looking for something... Okay. Coming soon. So it's not open yet. Okay. And there is a North Fort Worth location. I'm going to click on it because I don't know what that is. Western Center. There's one up in Western Center. That's wh- that's where... So off of 35 and uh, Western Center over there by... I think... Yep. Joe's Crab Shack. I've never seen that one. Uh, that's where, like, I used to go with my parents, um, just because it was a little bit more comfortable. Um, it was a little bit more comfortable. Uh, what but, do you mean? Um, it's it's inside. Oh, okay. And yeah. there's more seating. Yeah. Um, it's hard but, to get a table at that one that was over on Seventh yeah, Street. Yeah. And you're but, sweat, sweating your balls off. Oh yeah, I remember. <laughs> so when when we uh, when we when I played at Fred's, oh, it was so bad. Um, it was October, so it was still hot. You know, it, was, oh, yeah. it wasn't super hot, but it was still hot. It's not August, but it's October yeah. in Texas. Yeah, and um, so there were there are two issues with it. One, it wasn't hot enough for the misters, and mm. I just gotten a new guitar, and so that moisture was just oh, it was it was terrible. They did have the misters on. Yeah. Oh, dude. Um, and I had a, I just got a a Martin. Uh, now, for an idiot like me, tell me what a Martin is. So a Martin uh, is. It's a like it's a higher end acoustic. Okay. I had like this pretty crappy um uh Ibanez for a while. Why you gotta talk about um, it like that? You know, <laughs> I know you, know I you know. love her. Yeah, I do. It was my first acoustic. <laughs> but um I had this pretty crappy uh Ibanez for a while. But it just didn't sound great. Yeah. And I started playing more and more acoustic shows. Um and so I was like, I need to get something nicer that sounds good and so is a martin something that you have to really save up for yeah 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 (laughs) Uh, yeah. but um it was it was worth every penny does it does it have the xlr that plugs straight into the uh it actually doesn't in my uh ivan s did really but it just didn't sound very good and after like two weeks two weeks after putting new strings on it started to sound bad so i was constantly not the martin no no okay. no, no the the ibanez okay. i was constantly putting new strings on it <laughs> what is that about and i don't know and uh i tried and tried and tried to make it sound good and i never and you're could. using the same strings mm-hmm. 
what yeah that's weird isn't it yeah it really is i don't know what that was but my martin and i actually changed the strings way more than i do i've changed the strings twice on it it's been months since i've changed the strings Uh sounds great Uh, it sounds amazing i think i was talking to joe savage and we were talking about strings and how there's like a sweet spot like Mm -hmm. whenever you first get the strings they're just they're a little too fresh yeah and so you got to play and play the shit out of them for like a month maybe two and then you hit the sweet spot where it sounds real good and then you got like a three three four maybe six months before you gotta change them out again yeah it depends on how much you play too because i mean i know some people who change their strings every two weeks uh two three Dude, weeks what um, it just depends on how much you play how like, much is a set of strings uh it depends um but usually i'd say between like six to fifteen dollars i'm asking all these questions because i'm totally getting a guitar i'm trying to decide oh, right now yeah. between acoustic or bass i don't um i will say um but i think i want bass because i want to make friends and i don't want to be the focus oh yeah that's what i was thinking about today. um yeah i mean <laughs> the only thing is it's easier to go from guitar to bass than it is to go from bass to guitar Ooh, that's worth note um because i started with guitar and I, then i learned how to play bass and so um, bass players people that just picked up the bass and played that for years and then they just look at guitars like nah. uh, i mean I, I, I can't say that for certain but i mean the the way i've kind of uh what I've heard from other people is that yeah. it's it's easier to go from a guitar to a bass because I mean really um, I mean obviously you play the bass a little bit differently and you're more uh, rhythmic instead of melodic most of the time it depends yeah. on the band um, but um, there's more strings too right there are more strings on a guitar yeah, yeah. and so, so an acoustic's gonna have five or six right it's six strings a bass has four or five or six whatever whatever kind of music you're playing right. a normal one has four okay aren't, aren't there some guitars that have five and some that have six uh, no it's all six uh, i think uh, maybe a banjo has five <laughs> okay uh, i think maybe uh, should i start off on a banjo maybe <laughs> do it man we're in texas <laughs> i probably need a maybe a mandolin something real cheap just I uh, play around. I, I have a little mandolin that I took from my grandparents' house a long time ago. It's I don't know how to tune it. I don't know what kind of strings to get for it. How do you? Know? I mean, it seems like it would tune like a guitar. Right? Uh, it, it's a completely different tuning, and the strings are really old. And it's an eight-string mandolin, so you don't want to play with that too much. Uh, it's really nice. Yeah, I don't like. I don't like messing with it. Yeah, but um, <laughs> it, it's really cool. Uh, but yeah, it, it we're going from guitar to bass. It's like cor- chords to single notes, which is a lot easier mm-hmm. than going from single notes to chords. Yeah. Um, I think but, uh, I think a lot of guys, whenever they get older, they, they got to pick up a new hobby, right? I, I think, uh, what was it? I'm going to say it was like Jay-Z or Kanye or somebody <laughs> got, got dogged out on, on some Eminem rap song or somebody mm-hmm. talking crap about him. Like you're 44 years old and you just picked up uh, kickboxing or something oh, like that, yeah. and I'm like, I'm 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 getting up there, you know. I just turned 37, so I feel oh, like yeah. an old man for sure. Um, but now I want to pick up something. But I I feel like picking up guitar is more respectable than trying to get my black belt. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe Although, I don't know. I don't know. There's some some of those uh like uh jujitsu and krav maga. That stuff's pretty intense. So yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Well, and like. You know, uh, when I'm in shape, I'm okay. Mm-hmm. Whenever I'm getting up in the mornings, I'm going running, things like that. I'm in pretty good shape, and I don't yeah. hurt myself too often. 
but I've been stagnant for almost a year now. Oh, like I've yeah. just I've been busy working, doing the podcast, and I excuses, 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 right? Mm-hmm. I'm just being lazy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> me too, yeah. But yeah. I now like at 37 and whenever I'm not taking care of my body, dude, I can I can stand up too fast and hurt myself. Yeah. You know? So I also, <laughs> I have a uh, really bad joint issues. Oh. So I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Like on stage, like for the next three days, I was sore. I could barely oh, walk. Shit. Yeah. Well, I think uh, doing, doing a performance like that is probably pretty taxing. It is super taxing. With or without joint issues. Uh, it, it is really taxing. Um, and it's also just like afterwards, I mean, you use so much like, adrenaline and serotonin yeah that afterwards your body's like dude you gotta go to sleep you're I done bet. man and then i stayed up for another however many hours helping my friend move and hanging yeah. out and so yeah it, it it's it, it's hard yeah it's hard but um i think some of these um more seasoned professionals i'm gonna that's how i'm gonna yeah. say that yeah <laughs> they uh they, they've got a rhythm to it and and they you, you can see they're a lot slower on stage as far as i don't know they're not going to be moving like you were yeah and and because of that they they're able to continue to participate in things afterwards you know for sure for sure i don't i don't think they exert themselves quite as hard an art to it that i have not figured out um (laughs) you're just uh, balls to the wall 100 percent while you're on stage and that's the way it ought to be yeah fight me (laughs) i I agree yeah go for it or don't you know i mean it's it just makes it more fun and so yeah, yeah that's why i do it well what's next for the gray what's next for max um well i uh i'm recording some new songs right now um and we have a show may 14th at mass okay opening for seer uh another i band that uh uh formed because of school of rock and i'm a new all of them in school of rock but awesome. uh we're opening for them and then we're working out some other shows uh details coming soon yes well since you've been on fort worth roots podcast anytime y'all have any kind of show coming up let me know and i'll blast that out oh thank you and it you know thank you for whatever that's worth (laughs) yeah all all the publicity we can get right now man that's the right attitude and you know this event uh psychedelic panther and i'm going to be bringing this shit up for a month i'm sure because i had such a great time yeah and i actually i got put in uh ktx's little digital article or whatever they were passing around today so yeah i don't know I'm, i'm just excited about it um wow shit i was trying to get to a point i rabbit trailed myself um, uh, public good, good publicity. Oh yeah, Joe, yeah. Joe, Joe Guzman, the the one that got the ball rolling, uh, is pretty much responsible for the entire psychedelic panther mm-hmm. uh, event yeah. festival, whatever you want to call it. Um, he went on probably twenty different podcasts. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> he, you know, he he networked with all of his friends, and uh, you know, I'm I'm sure that money went into it. But he put every ounce of blood, sweat, and tears into oh, this yeah. thing you that he tell. could to yeah. make sure that it was a success. So yeah, it, it was a lot of fun. But I, 
I'm not going to sit here and tell you that Fort Worth Roots is the podcast right now to go on, but I will tell you that I think going on as many podcasts as possible is a great yeah, idea. This is the first one I've ever been on. This is awesome. Oh, I, I, I love to, hearing that. Thank I, you, Max. I, I listen to podcasts every <laughs> night before I go to sleep. Um, so I'm, I'm excited. Well, yeah. I know you just found out about Fort Worth Roots, so it can't be your favorite. Do you have a favorite local podcast? Um, honestly, I I don't really know many local podcasts. Okay, and well, I, I, I just after like hearing about it that night, uh-huh. I listen. I listened to a few of the podcasts, and I tried to find some. Uh, um, if, if you'll find me on uh, Facebook, it's where I'm most active. I do have Instagram and TikTok. Mm-hmm. Facebook is where I share everybody else's stuff. Okay. Um, and there are several really good uh, local podcasts. The Funky Town Podcast. I've, so I've, I've heard of that one. Um, that's with my buddy, Jeff Lord. I've been on his podcast already. He owes me. A podcast, uh, is Yeah, it? he needs to come be on the show yeah. and, and do one with me. But um, anybody that likes music, because Fort Worth Roots, is it, it, it's, it seems to be very music-centric but yes. it's, or centered. But it is—it's uh, all encompassing. Jeffrey Lord with Funky Town Podcast, he—he uh, he really hones in on music. That's awesome. And he plays people's stuff and whatever. And and we will if you'll give me a track that you want played on this episode. If you'll email it to me or whatever, I'll put it on this episode. Just make awesome. sure I, I get it uh, before I launch it, which we got some time. Sweet. But uh, yeah, Funky Town uh, Podcast, great. Um, there's uh, the Funky Panther which is okay. a, another local one. That one's more of a, a a cut up and joke around. It's got a team yeah. of guys. Well, that's awesome There's like too. four of these dudes and I think three or four. Please don't quote me on this. And um, they, they put on a really good show. That's cool. Um, so there, there's some awesome ones uh, here in the area. And there's more that I've, I'm blanking on, but those are my two big ones right now. Awesome. And then uh, there's some other fringe ones that I'm kind of connecting with, and I've, I've been trying to reach out to these local podcasters and see if we can't network a little bit. But um, yeah, I think anytime you got an event coming up, you're getting ready to release a big single or maybe an album yeah. one day. Uh, um, yeah, I'm, I'm working on an album right now, actually. It's wonderful so. free, free publicity. So. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yes, it's... Yeah, I'm so excited. Yeah. Every night before we go to sleep, I turn on something. Yeah. So, so is, okay. So, Scrap Local, what's your favorite podcast? Um, So, your mom's house podcast with Tom Segura. Oh, Christina God, Pajitsky. I love Tom Segura. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's he's one of my favorites. I he's I love Tom Segura so much. But uh Am I getting him mixed up or does he do two bears? Yes, he does two bears okay. with Bert. Yeah. Okay. I love those two. All right, well we're approaching that forty five minute uh mark and All I, right. I uh talked to your chauffeur and I, yes. I, 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 I said, Listen, be back here to pick up Max at a certain time, so let's not keep the chauffeur waiting. All right. <laughs> Thank you. It was so, uh, it was Robert, right? Yes. Yes. Very nice to meet Robert. Um, anytime y'all want to get together, uh, let me know. And Robert's welcome to be here with you next All right, time. Yeah. Uh, I'll uh, if if you'll bring that adapter, that uh, not the XLR, but the the other quarter inch adapter, that one. Okay. I've been promising people that I'm going to go buy one, but if you have one. Mm-hmm then we know that there's one and you can play here next time if you want. Awesome. Just do a little uh, solo for, for our audience. Yeah. Uh, we Most of our musicians come in here and play for us. Cool. So, but yeah, yeah. Uh, Robert's welcome to join us. Uh, if you want to bring one of your bandmates uh, or whatever. Yeah, I would love to next time. Um, I just didn't, I just didn't want to pick one of them, you know? No, well, like, yeah, hey. yeah. Well, and uh, 
tell them, hey, you know, yeah. I'm going to, let's do it with you this time. Let's do it with you do the next time. time. Yeah. That'd be, however, that'd you, be, however you want to split it up. That'd be awesome. And we'll, uh, we'll be promoting your shows and uh, you. catching you at some of them. Yeah. So, I can't make all of them, but I, oh, I, I do. Course. I seriously, and you've got my uh, number. Mm-hmm. I've got musicians that will text me directly or call me and tell me, hey, I'm playing it. Oh, awesome. And I, I'll just jump on the bike and go. Uh, do you so, ride your bike out there? Oh, m- most of the time, yeah. Uh, That's awesome. I'm trying to remember what day this was, but I had a, a Blue Light 100s contacted me the other day. They're like, hey, we're about to hit the stage. I was like, I'm on my way. That's great. So, That's really yeah. If cool. I, if I don't have anything going on, I'll jump out there and take pictures and hang out and listen to good music, have a couple of beers. So. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, Max, thank you again. Where can people find you? Um, Max Cues and Music on Instagram. Max Cues and K U S I N Music okay. uh, on Instagram and Facebook, and then The Gray Texas on Instagram. G R A E G R A E. Yes, thank Texas. you. Texas. Texas. Uh, T X. TX. So um, G-R-A-E-T-X. T-X on Instagram. On and Instagram. then the gray on Facebook. Um, yeah. That's and then this is, uh, it took, now if they type that in, it takes them to DistroKid. It does not take them to your website. So, but yeah, anyway, I don't I'll have make a website sure, yet. I've got the link. I'll make sure it's in there. But this is how you're distributing your music? Yes, through DistroKid. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right. Yeah, I, I typed in DistroKid and it took me to something stupid. I'm like, okay. So I typed in the whole thing. Which I think was on your Instagram. Mm-hmm. Boom. Hell yeah. Torment the Gray. Badass logo. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank you so much. All right, Max. Thank you again. Thank you. Fort Worth Roots. Thank y'all for listening, and we will see you next week. Bye. Max Cusin, everybody. Max, buddy, thank you so much for being part of the Fort Worth Roots Podcast. Y'all don't forget, May 14th, Main at Southside starts at 8 o'clock. The band Sear, Ghost Republic, Max's band, The Gray, G-R-A-E, and The Aches will be there to entertain you. If y'all haven't been out to Main at Southside, it is a cool little venue. And I've met uh, quite a bit of the staff, probably not everybody, surely not, but just awesome people. Really chill vibe out there, and it's, uh, it, it's a venue where just... You'll run into everybody there. There's all sorts of stuff going on. So um, There's a record store inside also, by the way. You like vinyls? You collect vinyls? Well, there's a store in there you can check out. But definitely go there May 14th. Um, yeah, Max and I mentioned Fred's in this episode. Um, they're open. You can go there and have a burger. And then Matthew has a show coming up sometime in June. I'll make sure that's on the Fort Worth Roots Facebook page uh, with details for that too. In fact, I think I already posted something about that. Um, hey, we got to uh, hang out with Miss Fort Worth 2020 uh, just a few days ago. Did a recording with her. I'm excited to share that with you. That's coming up soon. Um, and then next week, next week we've got the coverage of River Oak Spring Fest Car Show. That was a lot of fun. And my personal favorite uh, recording was with the Oscar Mayer Wiener Girls. And I can't remember what they call themselves, but tune in next week and we'll find out. It's actually a really wild story about how you get into that and what all that entails but check the show notes all of max's information will be in there and uh facebook uh fort worth roots page will have links to his new song torment thank y'all for being here i'll see you next week